I'm not sure how many of these we're gonna do, but I decided to jump into Proverbs 2, cause why not? And I had another thought. And I was like, I wonder if there's a scripture that goes along with this feeling. And there was. So Proverbs 2, 11, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee. This just makes me think of the same thing of like the need to be patient, to wait, to not like speak up as soon as you have something to say. Like emotion can run really quickly and sometimes we need to like slow it down. Like my dad taught me this really well. Like he'd say like hold your horses or cool your jets. And if there's anybody that's good at cooling their jets, it's my dad. Like he will just... Everybody could be losing their mind, and he is just so completely chill. And it blows my mind. He's a big example to me for that. But it's like, I don't know, it sort of just makes me think of also about, like, when God's told you that something's going to work out or that things are good, you're good. You know, there's, there's a power to that, like, remembering that. And when it comes to, like, difficult times, like, remember the fire that you once held on to. Remember those those times, even times that were kind of difficult, you know, like recently I looked back at my old journal entries for a year ago today, you know, about to go to FSY, had just done PodFest and experienced that and was still having a lot of struggles. We could also hear there's this clear like fighting Dallin there. It's like this clear fighting Dallin, but there's also all this other craziness and confusion and frustration. But There's power in being patient. There's power in waiting. Like sometimes it's good to wait for something to happen or like wait for, wait for like a better time, you know, at least for like sending some messages to people. Cause maybe you're feeling all these emotions and maybe you just need to go on a walk and help put that into perspective. Cause like, Oh, that person said this and I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, you know, ring them out with their laundry and all this other stuff or whatever. You know, it's like, you know, it's like you just kind of take a deep breath. Like I sort of just did. And it's like, well, there's a lot of power in just not jumping to crazy conclusions and trusting like what the spirit and what the Lord has kind of told you or helped you feel in that thing. And it sort of makes me think of the cast not away there for your confidence thing from Elder Holland. Like if, if it was right once before and like you, you felt it, you, you learned from it. I mean, don't throw that feeling away super quickly, especially when things start to get crazy. I mean, <laughs> like on medium, like this has been one of my slowest months of growth on medium. And it's wild because like literally last month was so crazy good. And this month has been so slow. I've had all these people, not a lot of people, but I've had some unfollow and just kind of take that personally. And it's like, okay, I probably need to not take this so personally. And same thing on Twitter. But then like, I know where I'm at. I know like the truth of what God has told me. It's like people aren't unfollowing me because I've done anything horrible or anything. Satan can put that idea in my head. Wonderful. Wow, that's really stupid. Thank you. Thank you for that. You know, there's no way that's true. Absolutely not. And the other real thing that comes to mind is like the only reason like why Satan would be attacking you or trying to prevent you from doing any of this good stuff 
is not because you have nothing to give and it's not because, you know, you're not like, I don't know. It just makes me think of this quote, like a robber does not try to steal from somebody that doesn't have a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of like potential goods. That was, there's, there's a beautiful quote. It says like, next time you feel like Satan's attacking you, like remember that like a robber does not attack a, an empty house. I probably said it better there. Like he doesn't, not going to go after an empty house. Think of all the jewels in your life. Think of all the experiences. Think of all the knowledge, all the wisdom, everything you've ever experienced. Like that's valuable. And if Satan can, he will try to like make that like not good. He will try to make it look like darkness instead of light. I mean, you see that in Isaiah, like there'll be those who take light for darkness, darkness for light and all that stuff. And so a lot of this just comes back to the, like, just kind of the, the chilling out. And that's what the flux of gold thing is, is just, we'll put this out there and, you know, you get some understanding, you get some knowledge, you get some light and then you just take it the next day. You just take it a day at a time. There's no point in let's have this like monumental light giving experience that changes my life. It's like, Hey, that might happen here and there, but ultimately it's a daily choice. You're choosing who to serve every single day. And that's, that's the fact, you know, nobody can force you to choose anything. And that's the thing is that this all takes action. This all takes work anyway, you know? So there's, there's some, some thoughts there, you know, that I wasn't planning on sharing, but, but there you go. I mean, that's 100%, you know, on my mind. So, you know, the Lord is definitely aware of all the light that you carry and all the good that you can do in the world. And I believe that a hundred percent and something else that kind of blows my mind. I think I read this quote a couple years ago and then it hit me harder last year when I found it probably around like May or June or something. It might've been at FSY and at FSY, I was just hearing like, there's so much spiritual downpour of knowledge is crazy and all the serving youth and stuff. But it said like Satan will go after those who have like the greatest chance of happiness and joy and stuff. Now that like really hit me. It's like, that's wild. That blows my mind. Like that completely blows my mind. It makes so much sense because Satan does not need to mess with some of the people that are already making like super wrong decisions and whatever. Like he, like they're already doing it themselves. I mean, and obviously we want to like help those people. We want to be good examples and whatever, but like, I don't know, especially if like some of the self-talk garbage, like I feel like a lot of, some of it maybe could be that, but a lot of it is kind of myself I've found is where I just sort of recycle these things and then Satan more or less feeds it at times, or I don't know, it's wild. All I'm saying is that understanding, the Lord's understanding will keep you safe. Proverbs, or not Proverbs, Philippians 4, 7 says, the peace of God passes all understanding. And so if like the Lord has given you some understanding and some peace, this verse and that verse and every other verse I could probably point to, you know, Hillman 547, John 14, 27, they all talk about peace, like peace of the Lord. It's going to help you have greater faith, help you have greater strength, help you have greater everything, you know? So don't throw that away. Please don't. Be patient and learn from all of this because the Lord is 100% on your side. 
even when you feel like you've really, really messed up. And I've definitely been there with certain things. I've felt that. So, yeah, there's like that verse, like Satan rewards you no good thing, right? I think it's Alma 3060, like how it's talking about Alma and Korahor. And it's like, now we see the ends of him who perverts the ways of the Lord. And we see how Satan doesn't support his children at the last day, but like drags them down to hell. And, you know, that, that opens up a whole other conversation, hell and spirit world and all that jazz. So at least on the basic, you know, Latter-day, you know, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or whatever, theology, you know, spirit world, it's more or less like a state of being, you know, and those in spirit prison will get to have the gospel preached to them and all that stuff. And people in spirit paradise will be teaching it to them. But it's all a learning process. It's all a learning period. And the Lord wants us to have joy in our knowledge. And he wants us to be patient. He wants us to trust. And maybe I can make another episode about that just to help alleviate some questions about that. And there's a lot of things we don't know. We just don't know. I'm sorry. People can speculate, but there's some things we just do not know. And this is not the podcast where I just spout random mumbo jumbo. It's like, you know, in Alma, it talks about how the spirit world, you know, there's paradise where everybody has the rest from all care and sorrow. And then there's, you know, Spirit prison, which is more or less, you know, preparation, teaching place, learning about these things. Some people don't get the opportunity to hear about Christ in this life and everybody is going to have an opportunity, right? And then there's, you know, other things after that. So if I threw you off there, I'm sorry. (laughs) Try to keep this simple, powerful to the point. Yeah, just be patient, trusting and, you know, Understanding will keep you like trusting in the Lord's understanding because he understands perfectly what you're going through right now. And at least right now, my mantra, well, I think it's a good mantra in general. Maybe I'll, I don't know, who knows how much I'll use it, but it's that God knows I trust. Like God knows everything going on and I am trusting that he knows everything that's going on. It's like the Mosiah 4.9 thing about believing in God and believing that he is and all that other stuff, believing that he can comprehend things I can comprehend. Comprehend. He can comprehend, you know, the resurrection of the dead and spirit world, spirit paradise, all that stuff. Like we have just enough to help us keep going, to help us develop light, to help us develop confidence, to help us get stronger, to lift up others, inspire others, help them have hope. But what is coming is infinitely better than any of us can imagine. And we just need to trust the Lord and hold on to our understanding and yeah, hold on to the ground you've won, even if that ground is limited, as Elder Holland would say, and keep picking up those flecks of gold, man. So I know for sure the Lord is able to deliver us and strengthen us and that our gifts really can help us out in difficult times. And that the Lord is eager to lift us up and help our minds be filled with light and truth. And yeah, remember, I just I just know that's for sure, for fact, like for real, for real. And yeah, just remember the flex of gold you pick up today will shine for you today, tomorrow, and forever.